Eruvin, Daf Tzadik Beis, today's email comes to us from Lauren Spiegelman from Ramat Shemesh. She writes, I know you haven't seen or heard from me in a long time, which is true. Um, I'm still in the shir, but over Yantav, I fell a bit behind. I know your sheet is to jump right back into wherever the daf is holding and make up the missing daf from another time, but I really feel that the continuity is important for our understanding and that if I come back to those missing daf from later when I'm not in the sugi anymore, it will be too hard. So after Sukkot, I picked up again on YouTube where I left off. Basically, he's saying that from today on, he gets up at 6.30, especially early, so he can do two daf a day. Bezer Hashem, when it comes to the end of Erevin, we'll make a scene with everybody else and then jump right back on the baton wagon. Whatever works for each person, you should have a tremendous hatzlacha, Lauren. Hope to see you soon. We're continuing with yesterday's sugya. We had the three machloikas. Rabbi Yochanan passes like Rabbi Shimon. That the outdoor spaces of Gag, Chatz, and Karfaf are all considered one. You can go from one to the other. Not only that, says Rabbi Yochanan, even if one of the people made a Eruv that allows him to take things out of his house into the Chatz, we're not concerned that those things are going to end up in someone else's Chatz. Now we have to explain the famous mission that we learned a number of times. If there's a wall that divides two Chatz it's four Tfachim wide, ten Tfachim tall, it's a Rishus Bifani its own domain. The Mishnah says that you could eat the fruit, go up onto the wall, eat the fruit, each one from each side. As long as you don't take the fruit off the wall and bring it down to the Chatzar, it seems like. Now, according to Rishim, that, that shouldn't be a problem. It's like taking something from a rooftop to a Chatzar, which is allowed. Rishim is going to have to explain the Mishnah. means as long as you don't take the fruit from the wall and bring it into your house. That's awesome. Just like it's also to go from your house to another chatzar, it's also also to go from another chatzar in reverse to your house. Although there's a b'raisa from Rabbi Chia, the famous Rabbi Chia who wrote the b'raisas together with Shaya, they have beautiful, perfect b'raisas. And in the b'raisa it says, A person should not stand there in the chatzar and eat, rather he should be on top of the wall and eat. Mashman, not like Rabbi Shimon, that the, the issue is not bringing it into the house, rather the issue is taking the fruit off the wall into the chatzar. Shemur says, you're right, that's Rabbi Chia. But Rabbi Yochanan is Mechulga Rabbi Chia. In fact, Rabbi himself who wrote the mission didn't write what Rabbi Chia wrote. There's a case of two chatzeros. And in the center, there's a churva, there's a ruin. There's a chatzor on each side of the ruin. So we have a machloik. It's Rav Huna, who is a Talmud of Rav, held like Rav, that in this particular case, one chatzor made an Eruv, and the other chatzor didn't make an Eruv. And Rav holds that making an Eruv creates an issue because you'll become accustomed to bringing things out of your house, and from out of your house, the chatzor, you might come to another chatzor. So here as well, the one chatzor that made an Erev, they're not allowed to carry to the churva. The chatzor that didn't make an Erev is allowed to carry to the churva. Here by Rav, here the son of Rav himself says, I heard from my father Rav that they're both equal. The Gemara has a suffix, did he mean they're both equal, that you're, you cannot carry from either one of them to the churva? And that would make a lot of sense, since you can't carry from one that made an Erev, so when they're both equal, that means even the one that didn't make an Erev is also also to carry. But perhaps, no, they're both mutter. Why would both of them be mutter? Rav says that you cannot carry from a place that you make an Erev. That's in a typical case. But now we're talking about a churva. And in a churva, no one leaves things in a churva. It's not a place that's protected. And therefore, there's no concern that you might bring something from your house into the churva to another chater. Brand new Mishnah. If you have a rooftop that's wide and leads into a rooftop that's narrow, the rooftop that's wide rules over the rooftop that's narrow, and therefore they can carry, the person can carry the stuff from his house to his rooftop, and we don't care about the smaller portion of the roof, it's considered part of the larger roof, and we view the indentation as a doorway into the smaller roof. But if you're standing in the vantage point of the smaller roof, you're the only smaller roof, you don't have any kind of opening, it's wide open to the larger uh, rooftop, and therefore it's also for you to carry, because you're open to a a place that's also for you to carry. 
The same exact halacha, in the exact same case, would apply to down below in a chater. You have a wide chater that opens up into a narrower chater. Why did the Mishnah bring two cases? To tell us shad in the first case. The rooftop has to be similar to a chater. So according to Rav, Rav says, you don't invoke good asik unless you could, def- you could discern the mechitza. You could see the mechitza. So over here also, the only time you make a good asik, the, the, the rooftop has walls, is if you could see the side of the building. For instance, the wall that divides the two roofs, the two houses below, you don't see, and therefore there is no good asik according to Rav. But in this case, according to Shmuel, you do say good asik for the center wall that divides the two roofs. So why is it that the smaller roof cannot carry within the smaller roof? It has an imaginable mechitza. And the answer is because we're talking about like a chatzar. Just like a chatzar, people walk through the chatzar. So two people are walking from the smaller roof to the larger roof, from the narrow roof to the wider roof, and that ruins the good asik. There is no invisible mechitza since they're walking over it. Rabba, Rebzeira, Rabba Barchanan were sitting around and they were discussing this Mishnah in front of Abaya. And they said, from this idea that the larger rooftop and the larger chater, they rule, they dominate the smaller one, we can learn numerous halachas from this. Five different halachas. The first halacha is, and that is you cannot plant vegetables together with a vineyard. But what if you have a larger field leading into a smaller field? Well, it depends. If the, the vineyard is in the larger field, it rules over the smaller field. And typically, all you need to do is distance yourself four amas from the vineyard and you can plant. But in this case, you cannot. Since, if you plant in the smaller field, it's as if the smaller field is in the larger field because the larger field brings the smaller field to it, to it and therefore it's usher to plant it. What happens if you went ahead and you planted anyway? The vineyard is mutter and all the vegetables are usher. Now what about the reverse? If the vineyard is in the smaller field, the narrower field, and the, the, uh, the larger field you want to plant. So it's mutter to plant in the larger field. Because at this time we view the indentation between the larger field, the, the wider field, the narrow field, as a mechitza, as if it's closed off. Second Allah would be regarding a woman and a get. If the woman, the woman has to, she's the one that has to control the situation. And therefore if she's in the larger field and the husband puts the get in the smaller field, she's divorced. But if it's the reverse, she's in the small, because then she, she rules, she brings the get to herself. But in the reverse, she's not megurish. Third case would be if a shliach tzibur is in the smaller field or number 10 to the mean is in the smaller field and the roiv, the nine people are in the larger field, they bring the shliach tzibur and the 10th person to them and they have a minion in their yaitza. Same thing would apply. If there's feces, soya, in the larger one, then it's also to say kriyashma in the smaller one because then it's as if the feces brought that person to him. Abayi says, we don't find that a mechitza can make an iser. He overheard this and he says, doesn't make sense. Typically mechitza separates and divides. Over here he's saying because it's a mechitza, even though you're more than four amas away from the vineyard, you're creating an iser. Says Rabzeira, but what about a, the case where you have a wide field and a small field or a, or a, a wide rooftop and a, and a narrow rooftop? We said that the, the people in the wider rooftop or the wider field could carry and the, the, the smaller one doesn't answer. Now, if you get rid of that indentation, like you see, with the blue line, you make a, build a new wall, then it becomes also for you to carry, because now you're open to a place that's also. So you see, getting, making a new wall makes it also for you. Says the Gemara, no. What you're doing is you're not making a new wall. You're getting rid of the red by creating the blue. And that's different. Have a wonderful day.